Travel writer Carmen Jenner has found herself returning to Sri Lanka after sci-fi author Arthur C. Clarke claimed a transcendence of gravity force would bring visitors back to the island. Carmen has been a frequent visitor and tells Graham Kemlo her favourite experiences and food, when to go and how long you should plan to visit. Carmen mentioned to me that she'd been to Sri Lanka and I thought we haven't had a discussion on Travel Writers Radio about Sri Lanka. So I thought, I'd like to know about Sri Lanka. I think it's got a few hidden gems up its proverbial sleeve. Carmen, how was Sri Lanka? Tell us about it. Well, I've been to Sri Lanka uh, several times. My first time was in 2010, and uh, I attended the Gaul Literary Festival, which is in the south of Sri Lanka. Look, there's a myth that whoever ret- whoever visits the the beachside town of Unawatuna will always return. And this was um, coined by Arthur C. Clarke, who wrote, yep, as you know... Um, yeah, he actually wrote it in Sri Lanka. And he believed that there was a gravitational anomaly that always drew people back to that particular area. And okay. I've been going ever since. So Is that I, true? So yes. you think you're under the spell too? <laughs> I Absolutely, oh, totally. Okay. <laughs> Such a beautiful uh, destination and I was lucky enough to return this year on a famil, which consisted of um, was it, 18 content creators from around the world yeah. and just me and a couple of other Australians as well. So oh, you're very lucky then. I was very lucky and it was 11 days, so it wow. was very, very full on. But, yeah. Uh, was yeah just so, an amazing experience so start at the start tell us uh you flew out of perth straight up there uh yes well sri lankan airlines doesn't fly direct from perth to colombo yet but they have partnered with Qantas, so you do go via singapore so you know look it is quite a, a long day but yeah it's all worth it when you arrive and so what was your first port of call was it colombo Yes, Colombo, the capital city, which, um, look, a lot of people actually overlook it because the the airport is is in Nagombo, which is about an hour north of um, Colombo. I actually love that city. I love Colombo and it's just it's just very vibrant and it's not a massive city, but it's got a lot to offer and it's right there on the coast and it's amazing sunsets and food and it's very vibrant. So was most of the time spent there or did you travel around a fair bit? Oh, no, no, we we travelled quite a bit. So, yeah, we went to Kandy, um, Ella, New Elia, Yala National Park um, and then we hit the south coast and ended up in um, Coscoda in, yeah, just north, about an hour north of Goal. Right, okay. What was the highlight for you then of your trip? Oh, the highlight. Oh, just so many, but I would have to say I'm a sucker for elephants, so the Safari in Yala National Park was, right. yeah, definite and, highlight for me. But that wouldn't have only been elephants, would it? We saw mainly elephants. they have cats there, don't they have big cats they there? Do, they do have leopards, but we didn't see any that day. Right. Um, well, they're hard to see even in Africa. They hide I, up trees, I think. I've seen one once right. in, in Sri Lanka, but it was up a tree and yeah. it was very loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Did you do any nighttime safari? No, no, they don't tend to. They don't do it? But you can go glamping in the national parks. Right. So you're in amongst it and then you can wake up really early and just continue on from the day before. 
They're a very yeah. friendly people. And there they were are. quite a lot came out to Australia under a thing called the Colombo Plan. So they're oh, in right. journalism. They're in all sorts of interesting uh, areas. How yeah. did you find the locals? Oh, they're, they're amazing. Yeah, they've always got a smile for you. You know, Sri Lanka can be a challenging country to, to travel around sometimes. But look, they just give you that smile and you just know everything's going to be okay. Mm. The war went for 25 years. But yes, it pretty much ended, I think, in 2009. Right. So, yeah. Oh, it's a, there is still a bit of a military presence and, you know, sometimes they do have guns with them, but they're more likely to ask you for a selfie than to <laughs> hassle you in any other way. So, yeah. Right. Okay. So if people were to go there, what, what do you see as the sort of major things to do? Well, it is a place you can go independently or they can join a tour. So I have been doing some work with um, a tour company called Soul Sri Lanka, and that they take can tailor make tours depending on your your requirements, which is quite nice. So they can cater it to whatever you, whatever your interests are in your budget as well. Right. But you can also go independently, which I've also done, and you just grab a a tuk tuk in whatever um, region you're in, and they'll usually just take you around and show you the sites. Is it good value? I, someone said to me that they had a bit of an issue with inflation, but is that still a problem there? Um, yeah, look, it has gone up uh, um, quite a bit, but it's still very affordable for Australians. And is a five-star equivalent to what you'd see here, or are there five-stars in Sri Lanka? Oh, yes. Yes, there are. All there the are major five brands stars. are there? Yeah, all the major ones are there, but they also have some local ones as well, which I actually prefer. So you could uh, try the Jet Wing or the cinnamon um, hotel chain as well. Yep. Yeah, but they also have... Oh, and also in um, Colombo, they have Mount Lavinia Hotel, which is a beautiful colonial hotel in a region called Mount uh, Lavinia, which is very popular with expats, and that's right on the coast. I also like the Goldfacey Hotel, which is also on the coast, and, yeah, spectacular sunsets from there. Yeah, so the colonial powers, uh, was yes. it the British who were in Sri Lanka? Yes, the British and the Portuguese. Portuguese, Portuguese yeah. were everywhere, weren't they? <laughs> they were. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, yeah, but there's a very strong, um, yeah, the colonial architecture is beautiful, right. um, particularly in Gold Fort, which is in the south. And so that was, uh, the fort itself was protected from the tsunami um, due to its wall. So a lot of that was preserved. And, yeah, you've also got uh, the architect, Geoffrey Bauer, very unique to Sri Lanka as well. So he had this knack for bringing uh, nature into his designs. Right. Um, with lots of uh, very clean lines, just so beautiful and, and was he, tranquil. Was, it sounds like a Brit, was he? Yes, he was. Okay, yeah. and he lived yeah. there for a period, obviously. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, prolific there. Well, you mentioned the tsunami. It was badly affected by that tsunami that um, also hit Thailand and uh, uh, other parts of uh, around the Indian Ocean, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very, very badly affected, and I think uh, thirty-five thousand people died. That's terrible. Um, yeah, yeah, we yeah. forget it. we forget about those things. And when you go there, would you think that eleven days is a good length of time to stay? I, or I would say. Two weeks is a good amount of time, okay. but I, the first time I went, I actually went for a month. Really? Uh, so I was very lucky um, to, to have had that much time available to do that. Right. 
And, yeah, it wasn't long enough. Yeah, I had my daughter with, with us. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so okay. she was so about... So it's good for families? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Very, it's very clean. I feel like it's a very safe place as well. Right. Um, and the locals are very friendly and very helpful. So, And I guess if yeah. you know Indian cuisine, you probably have a good handle on what to expect in Sri Lanka, yeah? Uh, it, it is different. It's, it's not as, as heavy as Indian curries. It's much right. lighter. Right. Um, and there is a very uh, standard spice base for every curry. Right. Um, so there's about 11 or 12 herbs and spices that are used. Um, now, you mentioned cinnamon before. Yes, absolutely. Sri Lanka yes. is where the real cinnamon yes. comes from because yeah. if you go to the supermarkets here in Australia and buy cinnamon, it's actually mm. ground up cassia. The real cinnamon mm. is, uh, is from Sri Lanka and yeah. uh, I think it's the bark. Yeah. It's flavourful and good yeah. for your health, actually, cinnamon. So. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, Sri Lanka is known for its Ayurvedic treatments. Um, Did you have one? I, I actually went to Sri Lanka once before specifically to go to an Ayurvedic retreat. Okay. Which, yeah, it was very confronting. <laughs> so it is, it is kind of got a bit of a hospital vibe to it. So you are assessed by a doctor. Yep. And then they put together a, a plan for you based on uh, a series of treatments such as massages and steam, sauna, oh. that kind of thing, and needling. And uh, there's also a diet, you know, they get they, they create a diet for you based on your, your different um, requirements, whatever it is that you're after. Uh, I had one of those in Thailand, oh, in right. Bangkok, actually. Yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, it was, it, it was really was a massage mm. with a bit of... Um, consultation beforehand you know it sounds ama- it is amazing um and the thought of having massages every day sounds like heaven, heaven. yeah but there they does hurt. come a point <laughs> the sri lankans are the longest living um population in southeast asia is that right yes yeah, so i dare say ayurvedic has something to do with it may do yeah yeah, yeah. okay so mm. you think two weeks would be a good time there yeah is there a particular time of year are they are they subject to the monsoon Yes, they are. So if you go like in our summer, you're probably better off focusing on the south. But if you go during our winter, the east coast apparently is amazing. And I have never been over there. But it's it's supposed to be a beautiful spot for surfing and diving and uh, beautiful, pristine beaches. Well, well, sounds... On my next trip. Yeah, well, sounds like you will go back because you're under the spell of Arthur C. Clarke. I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So what's your favourite dish over there? What, what are you, oh, what's your go-to? Okay, so if I was ever asked what my last meal would be, oh, right. and heaven, heaven forbid, right. it would definitely be Sri Lankan black pork curry. And is I have, the I've, pork black or the curry? No, the curry sauce is black. Now, I've oh. been trying to make it at home, oh. and the secret ingredient is called gorica, which is like a souring agent. And it is all a matter of getting that particular blend right, and that that is the okay. way to so do it. So you'd have to bring that back with you, would you? Oh no, you can buy it in Perth. So okay. yeah, uh, it took me quite a while to find it in Perth, but okay. there is a shop. But if you do go, I would recommend going to try that particular dish at yep. the Paradise Cafe in Colombo. 
Oh, okay. They have That's not the, hard to remember. They have the best one. Um, and so for dessert, it's uh, uh, coconut pancakes with yeah. um, like freshly grated coconut yeah. and it's got a kotu treacle with it, which is a very smoky, has a very smoky flavour and right. it's just to die for. Graham Kemlo speaking with travel writer Carmen Jenner about Sri Lanka. 